The Fake Show Podcast is brought to you by the law firm of Hutchison & Steffen, the Craft House Brewery, now with two locations, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com T-shirt designs, Mr. Antenna, now your host, Jim Tofty. I am very happy to be talking with my next guest, Bill Curtis, who I grew up watching when he was a very popular news anchor in Chicago with then-partner Walter Jacobson. From there, Bill would go on to anchor the CBS Morning News from 1982 to 1986. His production company would create shows like Investigative Reports, American Greed, and Cold Case Files, which he returns to this season. I've got the great Bill Curtis on the line right now from New York City. Hey, Jim. Hey, Bill. Uh, first of all, welcome. And I, I should tell you that I'm originally from Wisconsin, and I used to watch you and Walter Jacobson anchor the news <laughs> in Chicago. You guys were the reason I got into broadcasting, honestly. Oh, my God, really? Well, we hear that quite a bit, uh, and we're both still alive. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> all three of us. Are are you oh, are you in touch with Walter these days? Do you stay in touch with him? I do. Uh we've actually become very close over the years. And um really just like brothers. His wife died uh tragically oh. in Florida. A dog pulled her down she hit the sidewalk on her face and one of those head uh problems. Uh, and so he's out and about, uh, you know, even at his advanced age. So yeah. I am hoping he's having a, a good time all alone. And, and Bill, I've noticed, and maybe you can enlighten me on this, but with in recent years, because of budgets that uh, stations in different markets are getting rid of great veteran talent for younger news people who are cheaper, but just not as good. It's It's kind of sad, isn't it? Well, it is sad. Television has always had a problem with having elderly or uh, mature, let's say, editors who can, uh, you know, like a newspaper, they'll rewrite, uh, they'll they'll check accuracy, and um, and here we come with the anchors. It, usually, we're making more money um, right. negotiating a contract under uh, you know previous times. Uh, and but they went through Channel Two here and just wiped it clean, yeah, uh, and started all over again from New York. Yeah, it's so, and it, it, right. it doesn't even matter sometimes how great the ratings are either. You're right. You've done so much over the years, and and I enjoy watching uh, the uh, Daily News magazine through the decades on the Decades Channel. Oh, that, good, Bill. Right. That's just great escapism from the current network news, isn't it? It is. Uh, that was done by Neil Saban, who has created all these uh, you know rerun networks. And he had an idea. Uh, we spent six years on that. We did 600 shows. So you'll have a new one every day, literally, uh, to the date. Uh, but I'm, I'm sitting there, and I'm reading my, my copy and intros, and I'm looking at it. And I'm saying, hey, I covered that story, and I don't <laughs> remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, so. guess you know you've been around for a while, if that's the case. Well, now, now you are back with new episodes of your Emmy-nominated Cold Case Files on A&E. Boy, there are, I read where there are 100,000 cold cases in America. Hard to believe, and it doesn't uh, say uh, anything good about, you know, the police uh, enforcement. <laughs> On the other hand, it's also, you know, 
it's kind of like this uh, Petito case. Yeah. Um, what, what, you know, the family will come. Well, we, we should talk about this on the air. You know, family comes together and very often they hide um, the connection because they don't want to send, uh, you know, a brother-in-law up the river and, and then change their minds many years later. I, I imagine that you, as host of this show, you must get recognized wherever you go because of cold case files. It's the voice that uh, gives me away. Yeah. You know, I can go to an airline counter and say, I'd like to go to Las Vegas. And uh, that's all it takes. And I, and I feel the heads turning down, <laughs> down the counter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess it's different. <laughs> it's a yeah. I mean, it's a voice that I grew up with. I mean, it's amazing. For, and by the way, for those of you who don't know, you're the guy who narrated the Will Ferrell film Anchorman, hysterical. And who approached you about doing that? Uh, Adam McKay, who is the director, he's right. gone on to be become a, an Oscar winner, and he was doing Second City in Chicago at the time. And he, you know, uh, Bill and Walter, we were that was our heyday. And uh, he was right in there watching us. So he said, you know, why don't we try and get Curtis? I'm sure he won't do this. So he sent me a script, and I was laughing so much when I returned the call and said, yeah, I'm interested or something. That uh, They loved having a third party <laughs> interpret, you know, their, their they were all tired of the jokes. And uh, But I thought it was uh, really funny. I thought I was throwing away my career, though. I'm very nervous. <laughs> right. Little did I know that every anchor man in the country is jealous not getting that job. So, did you maybe think twice about doing this, or it, like you say, it was just too funny to pass up, wasn't it? It was too funny, but I did uh, think twice. I called, um, you know, a friend who was in the business. And uh, he said, well, you know, all those guys are good. The talent is good, but you never know when a movie is going to be a hit or, or a dud. And so you got to take a chance. And so they were so nice. You know, I went out to Universal and we ate in the cafeteria. And then we went in to do the formal recording. And all of them, and I, I Judd Apatow and... Uh, uh, Adam, of course, and Will and the other writers, they all came from Saturday Night Live. They got in the control room and were watching and listening. And then they would throw lines at me and uh, <laughs> we'll try this, try this. So it was great fun. I mean, I, I enjoyed it. Um, <laughs> but that was the, their creative process. I think they liked the old man, uh, seeing how it sounded when the old man reads it. Oh. There was a there was a time, a time before cable, when only men read the news, and in San Diego, that man was Ron Burgundy. <laughs> so, <laughs> I can see the mustache right now. Getting back to cold case files before I let you go, because do you think that besides DNA making such you know improvements in the way that cases are broken social media must play a huge role too right it's communication yeah and yes it is and now uh, and this petito case uh, is a good example everybody is an armchair detective so you have the entire country now hanging on every discovery that is made out in Wyoming and that, oh, that's a 
you know, full of alligators and snakes, uh, that would be a tough place for laundry to, uh, you know, really get away. And so they're playing a role. And, and, you know, the FBI has tried to tap into that. They've already asked the public for help. Right. In the, in whoever may have seen this. Now one of the first, and they call us, you know, suggesting stories because we're sort of the uh, a, a third arm of investigation and it's the social media communication. Now, a lot of those, most of the leads are, well, well, mean, well meant, but uh, you know, they go nowhere. On the other hand, you know, look out. They, they have to know. For instance, uh, in a number of these cold cases, um, a family member who knows something never forgets it. And so they look for similarities happening in towns around their, uh, you know, their origin. And, uh, and, and they'll keep the, the cops informed because the cops can't uh, stay on these things. They don't have the budget to devote a life to one case. And they'll go check it out. And there have been some breakthroughs. We are uh, looking forward to uh, getting back to Cold Case Files. Bill Curtis is back hosting the Emmy-nominated show. It's Fridays on A&E. Bill, in honor, it was so great to talk to you. Thanks so much. Well, Jim, come home. It's good to talk to the homeboy. (laughs) I'll do that. (laughs) Chicagoland, here we come. Bill, you take care. Good luck to you. Thank you, Jim. There he goes, the voice of authority. And I must now go back and watch the movie Anchorman to hear that voice again. That does it for this episode of The Fake Show Podcast. I'm Jim Tofty. Thanks for finding us. I'll see you again next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.